0: Welcome to Kylie Mentor's Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host Kylie Ann, a mom of 3 and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. I'm super excited for our guest today. It's my little sister, Brooklyn, and I'm super happy because not only is she my sister, but she's also my mad, my, uh, not my mad. She's my ad manager. And she and I have been working together for a long time in this business. Like years ago, I hired her just as like a virtual assistant type of job. And so she's kind of seen the ins and outs of my business. And then recently she'll talk about it. She started an ad management company. And so I, again, hired her. I well, I, I was her first customer and I was like, yes, please sign me up. I know how thorough you are. I know how much you care about people's businesses, especially my business. I've seen how you've worked with my business and it has been incredible we're going to talk about that in a minute
1: but before we do I just want to say hey Brooklyn and thanks for joining us oh thank you so much Kai I've been so excited this is my first ever podcast <laughs> That's Kylie, amazing. Kylie is there for a lot of my first not all of them but a lot of my <laughs> business first she's there for and I love that um and honestly, first in life too, because she, you know, she's my sister, three years older than me, and so she's been there for a lot. And so I just, I'm so happy to be here, Kai. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm yes. excited.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Okay, so I want you to introduce them like you're not just my sister. Like, tell me like your professional bio, like your professional. Like, I know I'm like, oh, this is my sister, and it kind of like downplays all mm. of what you do. So I want you to tell us the <laughs> professional version of who you are.
1: Okay, sounds good. Um. So I actually um, started out doing a lot of marketing just right after um, my mission. Before I really started in the business world, while I was in um, college, I was doing a lot of social media um, management and really with Kylie and just uh, trying to um, make some money while I was going to school. And so I realized that I really loved marketing back then. Um, And so I, I started doing that, but I was going to school for psychology, um, and so I was studying the behavior, um, of people and their thoughts and how their mind and their, um, actions kind of work together, um, to create behaviors. And so that really goes really, really well with marketing, but I always thought that I would do something with, um, mental health. And, and I'm still thinking that maybe someday down the line, I will. But, um, when I got out of college, my first job, um, was I was working in the corporate world. I was, um, working at a nonprofit as a marketing assistant. And I really loved that job. It taught me a ton about marketing, um, and just about systems and creating opportunities for people to, um, really value the organization. And so I loved it. I really loved what I did, but, um, I was getting really, really burnt out really quickly and it being my first, you know, marketing job, you know, I, I, asked a lot of people for advice. What do I do? You know, I feel like I'm kind of failing here because um, I'm not happy. I'm not, you know, uh, thriving. And I feel like a lot of like the passion that I had um, was kind of dwindling. And a lot of people said, you know, this is probably not the best place for you. Um, You know, I had some challenges with upper management and different things like that, that were really just like, soul sucking, like really, really diminishing of my spirit. And I was usually so vibrant and excited and I was going to work anxious every single day. And I knew I needed to make a change, but I loved the marketing world. I loved um, being a part of a community of, of people and um, really trying to bring value to other people. And so I decided, you know, I was actually scrolling on Facebook one day and at work, you know, I was on a break and I was, I was scrolling and I rarely got on Facebook, but I was just kind of like wasting time. And I saw this like picture of this lady and her kid, and it was really cute. And I started reading her story and she talked about, you know, she hated the cubicle life and how she tried all these other businesses to like get away from cubicle life. And it it didn't, they didn't work out, but this one business was really, really satisfying. It was it helped her to create an income that she could stay at home. It also helped her to really thrive um, emotionally because she was really supporting other women and other businesses and helping them succeed in the marketplace. And And so I was like really engaged with this post, but I realized it was an ad. Like I was already at the very bottom of the post when I realized it was an ad. And um, so I clicked in and I, you know, I spent every single dime I had on her training um, which was thousands of dollars to become an ad manager. And she, her, you know, her story was really emotional and it really got me and I understood it and it just felt really, really right. So I quit my job, spent all my money. Um, and I learned how to be an ad manager. Several months later, Kylie was my first client. Um, even before I was done with my training, I kind of had to say like, hold on, hold on. Cause you know, Kylie is always ready to just go, go, go. And she has an idea of and I was still kind of finishing up and so I was I kept telling her I put her, kept putting her off I said okay another week another week uh, let me finish everything first you know I wanted to make sure I was prepared and but we got started and it's been incredible Kylie has been able to make you know over well we can get to that later but she's she's just been able to have tons of success on our ads management and um, I'm so so proud to have been able to help her do that
0: yeah That's and I'm not I was like. just I was the first client, but I'm not the only client she's helped a lot of other people as well, which is super awesome to watch and just to see her find something that she's passionate about that combines all of her different skills. And she's so hilarious before we started ads. She told me she texted me and said, Okay, I just have to reread um, Facebook terms and conditions before we start your ads. I was like, who does that? Nobody does that. I don't think people do that. And she's just very mm-hmm. thorough. And that's why she's so successful is because she's super thorough and she's an Enneagram Four. for those of you who know the Enneagrams, which is like deep thought out, like slow pace. So she gets it right. And it's been very, very right good. for, for me. It's been awesome. She's always been good at writing. She's always been good at kind of like marketing brain, um, Stuff and then she's just combined all those passions together, which is really cool. Um, in high school, I think this we should note, note this in high school, <laughs> she won um most likely to be addicted to social media, right? Yeah. Was that no, it, it was, was,
1: was most addicted to social media, most addicted to
0: social media, <laughs> which is. is actually funny if you know Brooklyn, because now she's like very much removed from like the social part of social media. Um, But she's used those skills and those uh, passions to
1: now turn it into an awesome business. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny, because, you know, what I say is best practice marketing strategies, what I do is not necessarily the same, because I am kind of a hermit, and I am kind of quiet on social media. But I do, um, you know, I do preach those strategies for people who are looking to scale and grow. So it's kind of funny, but Yeah, I was. That was me in a past life. I was most addicted to social media. (laughs) Her
0: Twitter game was on point.
1: Yeah, that's true. I learned
0: a lot from her Twitter game (laughs) about like sub tweets and what other little lingo's came up. Oh, I don't know. That phase of life. Good times. Um, Okay, so let's start talking about ads and ad strategy and stuff. So what I like to teach, like in my coaching, my group coaching is having an evergreen funnel. Um, and an Mm. evergreen funnel is a funnel that just works year round. Like once you get it up and going, it's like constantly funneling people in and funneling people to sales. And I don't know what you call it, but basically that's what we have started scaling in my business. We had this funnel leading to becoming a brand photographer. And then I hired her to scale it to see more people because my warm audience was kind of already all in it. And I wanted to kind of grow and get out there. And in the six months that I've had her doing ads, it's brought in over $60,000 in sales. So this kind of stuff is not just like small money. Like this is like, this is big time. This is how you take your business to the next level. You have like your idea, you have your course, you have what what you're selling. As soon as you stop being able to sell it to that warm audience. And even before that, that's when you need someone to help you scale. So we want to talk today about kind of ad strategy and scaling and funnels and a little bit of everything. Um, it's gonna be brief though, because this is a topic that could be a whole entire workshop, a whole entire conference, a whole entire like this is a big topic. So if you want to learn more, we're gonna leave more information for you to connect with Brooklyn and have consults and stuff. But we're just gonna scratch the surface today. I want you okay. to first just tell us what it is you do and why it's important.
1: Okay, so you know, first of all, I don't know, Kylie, if you've talked, you've probably talked in, in previous podcasts about like what an actual funnel is. <sighs> But when we're deploying some kind of ad campaign, um, there's more than just the ads themselves. And so as an ad manager, um, a lot of people think that I just write up an ad and I and I, you know, put it on Facebook and um, people start coming. But really, what it is is I I really look at all the aspects of their marketing and make a cohesive marketing plan. And that includes, like you were talking about, an evergreen funnel. And so what I do is I do ad management. So I create, deploy and um, manage people's ad campaigns, as well as I look at their funnels, which is a series of web pages that take a customer through a journey from being a cold stranger, like a a stranger to them, um, and then get them through to a sale. I also do um, email nurture sequences, so helping people with their email campaigns to make them really effective um, so that they are providing them with customers with information, taking them through that client journey um, to the sale. And then I also just look at all of the other pieces. I mean, we do a little bit of SMS sometimes um, and all sorts of things. So really when you say a funnel, there's a lot of components that make an evergreen funnel. So I manage both the funnel piece and the ad management piece um, of so that's that's what I do. I also consult on like launch Um, launching a product, launching um, a service. I consult on any kind of really marketing practices, um, a little bit of social media strategy. And just overall, I really want people to be successful with their ads. And sometimes that looks like very, very simple. And sometimes it's a lot more complex, but it really depends on the business and the person. And so really, I'm, I'm more of like a marketing consultant with some of these expertise in like ads. And funnels. Um, and so I kind of do a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think that's really important to note that there's more to a paid ad strategy than just the ads. There's opt-ins and landing pages and training pages and and actual trainings that you consult on. And there's the, the funnel that's the email funnel, but then there's the funnel that they go through when they um, after they they put in their opt-in and which page leads to which page which leads to which page. And all of that is part of a successful campaign. And I had a funnel, like I've been doing funnels for years. I had a funnel um, and she came in and helped me tweak each thing. She's like, I think your training needs to have more testimonials in the beginning and in the end. And I think you need to have more um, like actual display of what like, these case studies of what people are doing. And I like, instead of just giving them the training right off the bat, we're going to add this little step in between, and there's, we're going to add this download to beef it up. And so it's not just about the ads, it's about the entire strategy. And that's what's super cool, but also a little scary about ads. Um, and so that leads me to our next kind of topic is what about the people that have, don't have a funnel they don't have an opt-in really. They don't have anything. They can't afford ads. They, they haven't had anything set up. What can people start doing now to prepare for the future of scaling their business and running ads?
1: Okay. So I, I first kind of want to talk about a little bit about like the reason why ads are so important um, because this will kind of feed into that question. And so ads are extremely important for people who have kind of outlived their, um, they're welcome in their warm audience. So when I say that, I mean, Kylie, this is a perfect example. So Kylie for years and years, 10 years, she built up this incredible community and this audience so that when she launched her thousand dollar course, um, she had a lot of people that were willing to jump in right away. So for six months to a year, she really focused on trying to sell this product um, to her warm audience. And she was able to get you know, dozens, dozens of sales um, from her warm audience. But there reaches a point where you've talked to your people so often about your product or service that they no longer, like, you know, that you've hit all the people that are needed. And so maybe she could get another sale every six weeks, or she could, you you could find new people by doing some organic strategies and different things. But Kylie was really looking to grow and she had the means to do so. And so when she started putting money behind ads, she was able to get in front of those strangers, those, those people who might have an interest in photography, might have an interest in being, um, having a home business, but they don't know where to go or how to get started. Kind of like how, where I was, you know, um, before I started my ad business, people with pain points, people with, um, a similar situation that Kylie was in before she started her um, brand photography. And so we hit those people. We put, ad, we put money behind ads that will go to these specific people. And so she gets more and more leads, more and more people on her list. And then once they're on her list, she has an opportunity to sell to them. So Kylie may have had, I'm just throwing out numbers. Like, um, Let's say she had 10,000 people on her email list when she started her ads um, and she sold to them for a year and she was able to get however many sales, right? Um, And then when she started ads, she was able to add a couple of hundred people every month to this list and sell to them. And so she's able to get more sales from it. So that's really why you want to start running ads is when you really need to put money behind getting behind a cold audience, people that have never met you. And it's really most beneficial after you've sold to your existing audience or after you've sold at least 50 of what you're trying to sell. Um, And so I really don't recommend doing ads right off the bat for people who don't have seed money or don't have the means to really um, promote an offer that's already been sold in the market. And so if you're brand new, if you don't have a funnel, you don't have anything like that, I would say the first step is to actually build out a funnel, an evergreen funnel. You don't have to put money behind it right away in order to be successful like, like Kylie. Um, she used a ton of organic strategies. She used SEO, she used Instagram and, and Facebook. She even used Pinterest, all of these different strategies to get people um, in her community and ask them to sign up for her newsletter. And so when she had that newsletter and that list of people, uh, she's able to send them to this funnel. So when I say funnel, I, I think you need to have an email list. Number one, that's the number one thing. Um, you need to have a way to collect people's emails. so usually that means a landing page with some value on it, some maybe a freebie or maybe um, just an enticing offer so people will want to sign up for your newsletter or your email list. Um, and then you need to be sending those emails regularly to your audience and giving them value, um, giving them um, a little bit of yourself, a little bit of vulnerability and asking them questions about why they're there and um, why they keep coming back so that you can get to know your audience a little bit better. So that's, that's where I would start. And then when you've sold your product or service, and when you've built that, um, that community and, and you're, you're really feeling like it's time to start scaling, that's when you want to put some serious money behind ad, ad management and um, an ad campaign, because that's where you will start to really see a massive, massive results. I
0: love that. That's perfect. So as you were talking, I was just thinking about when I first started running ads, um, it was really scary to put like a thousand dollars and then $1,500 and then $2,000. Like that's big money, right? Like it's like, it seems like a high percentage, but what's cool about ads and especially a, a great ad manager is they'll tell you like how much you're making per or how much each client costs you. So if each sale costs you like a hundred dollars or for mine, I, they're high because my course is a thousand dollars. But if someone's selling a $10 product, they're probably paying a dollar to acquire a customer. Um, and so it's interesting because you just, it's just a simple math equation. And I remember I listened to a podcast or maybe it was a webinar, um, with this, someone, this person who had like a scale Excel spreadsheet and they were like, okay, if you know, it, cost $200 to get one person in your thousand dollar course, then just multiply that. If you want to make $10,000 a month, then you need to spend, um, let's see, that would be times 10. That would mean you need to spend $2,000 a month to make $10,000. And so it really simplified it for me because I was like, oh, okay. It's not that I'm spending all this money. It's like these customers would never come to me otherwise. So it's not, mm-hmm if I'm spending, if it's, it, and this, these aren't real numbers, but if I'm spending a hundred dollars to get one customer and I'm selling a thousand dollar course that I'm making $900. And so I think we focus so much on what we're spending on ads instead of yep. like the, the, you know, the ROAs and, and those yep. kinds of things. And it's scary. Cause even sometimes I'm like, I spent how much on Facebook this month? And then I realize, oh, but how much did I make that I would have never made if I, those, I've never would have connected to those people. And it's, yep. Only tracking the initial sales with these people. It's not tracking when they come to content days or when they come to retreats or when people see my ads as brands and then hire me as brand photographer. Like I've had people hire me as a brand photographer from seeing my ads that have nothing to do with actually the brand photography and more about me teaching brands. So, hey, I
1: didn't know that. That's exciting. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, I've had people like I saw your ad. I've been looking for someone for my small business, and I'm like, oh, well, perfect. That's not the point of the ad at all. But there's more value than even what's just tracked initially on that initial like spreadsheet and that initial tracker. So I think if if you're nervous, yeah, you go.
1: And if I could just speak to that really quick. So typically um in the industry, we say that you want to spend or you want to um it's usual to spend at least 30% of um what you're actually offering. So if your course is a thousand dollars, then you would plan on at least spending um, $330, right. Um, to acquire that customer, but that doesn't, like you said, there's a ton of other value. And one of the other pieces of value that is just immeasurable is the amount of people that are getting on your email list. Cause like you said, you get the sales right away sometimes, but those are people that are on your email list sometimes for the long haul. And when you launch other things, you write a book and you launch it, or you have a mini course and you launch it, or you have whatever it is. Now you have thousands of new people on your list that maybe didn't buy your big course but are super valuable to you down the line. Um and so you're just really really building and scaling. And so yes, it it costs, you know, $330 to acquire one customer, but with that you're also acquiring a ton of leads, hundreds of leads with that money as well.
0: Yes, and I think that's super important. I I know that you probably I even me Who's running a six-figure business, multiple six-figure business for many years, even me, I get scared seeing, oh my gosh, a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, three thousand, like what, you know, like even those numbers started to scare me. But when you take a step back and you look at what you're gaining from it and you and you give it time, because it takes a few months, how long would you say on average it takes to start seeing like the the good turn, like the good whatever results? Um, results I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it it would probably be I I usually say 3 months. It really depends on the person, the brand, the the offer, but 3 months is a great standard. Yeah. So,
0: if you're feeling nervous about that, first of all, you're not alone. It is a little nerve-wracking to spend that kind of money, but also if you have it, if you're sitting on this extra cash flow, it's a good time to start investing in it and scaling that business. In order to scale, Every single person that I know that's running a seven million seven, or seven figure business or an eight figure business, they are doing ads. It's the, it's really the only way you cannot organically, most likely, I don't know, maybe this isn't a fact, but I don't think you can organically on social media make a million dollars without ads. Every big brand is using ads. Every educator that I follow, all of the big photographers that I follow that are like speaking on big stages and doing these things, every single person I know is running ads. And you can actually go on their Facebook page and see their ads. Like you can go to the very bottom and click, what's it that you click?
1: um, Page transparency.
0: Page transparency. So if you're like, oh, this person doesn't do ads, go to their Facebook page, go to the very bottom. This is like their business page. Go to the bottom and, and write page transparency and you will see how many ads are actually running. It shocked me when someone told me an ad class that I was taking told me this because I was like, "Oh, I thought they were just like organically, just like super popular, and they just blew up." No, it's no. strategy.
1: It's strategy. It's strategy. Yep. And it's and it's money. It's money too. Yeah. And you know, it it sucks because you know I I really want to be accessible to the small guy, the small business owner. And right now, Facebook ads aren't super accessible to really small businesses because it does cost a lot of money. But once you start making enough and you get into that game, then your business will grow exponentially. And then you'll be able to be a medium, you know, a medium sized business, a medium business, um, Mm -hmm. not a small business. And so anyways, it's it's hard to to get into the game. But once you're in, it's it's really great. Yes,
0: it is. Okay, so. A lot of people have probably said to you, they say to me, well, I've had this really bad experience with ads. Um, I tried ads and I wasted a bunch of money or I did it myself and it didn't work out. So what would you say to someone who like wants to kind of dip their toes back into this, but has had a bad experience? Like what should they look for?
1: First of all, I always say, I'm so sorry that you had a bad experience because it is really devastating to uh, put a lot of hopes in um a strategy that doesn't work and it does happen from time to time there are no guarantees of facebook ads every audience is different the facebook algorithm can be really testy there's a lot of things that that go into this and so it's not their fault if the facebook ads didn't work out it's not their fault um but you know sometimes there are strategies that we use that are more effective and i try to use the absolute best and most effective for each of my clients depending on their offer. Um, and so, you know, we really look at the strategies that had, they had used in the past, whether or not those strategies are effective for them. And then moving forward, we look at strategies that might be more effective. Um, and I would also say that it really depends on the kind of the ad manager that you're using. So if you've taken a course on ads yourself and you're trying to do your ads yourself, um, that's one thing I'm really talking about people who are paying um, an expert to come in like me and, um, and run their ads for you, deploy the campaign, look at the metrics and everything like that. Ads are a lot harder than you'd really think. And and it it takes a lot of strategy and a lot of understanding of the metrics, understanding also how the the software works um, to be able to run ads successfully. So if you haven't done done a DIY Facebook ads course, I would recommend not doing it and really leaving it to an expert Because it is a lot of money that you're gonna be putting into this. Um, That's just my recommendation. Of course, you can do whatever is best for you and your business, but I would find an ad manager, someone who um, deploys, like who's constantly looking at ad strategies, Um, someone who, if they recommend that you spend less than $1,000 on ads, I would definitely steer clear because really Facebook is a pay to play uh, platform. And so if you're spending less than, Um, $1,000 or $1,500 ad spend a month on ads, then you're not going to make much money. You're not going to get very many quality leads. And most of the people that I've talked to who have not had success or had bad experiences on Facebook, that's really where they have fallen short. They've spent a couple hundred dollars and seen zero results. And I guarantee if they use similar strategies, maybe a little bit better strategy, and they they spent a little bit more money, you know, they spent a thousand or $1,500 that first month they would have seen results. It's just, you really need to find an ad manager who has experience, um, who has references and someone who really knows the platform and how it runs.
0: Yes, I love that. And I think that's so true. And I, guys, I have taken so many ad classes and I've tried to do ads myself and I've hired like random cheap people off
1: of places and it's never worth it it's never worth it. No, it's, <laughs> ever. it's, it's one of those things that, and, and, you know, I'm an ad manager, so, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but it's one of those things that you really do have to have a passion for, and you have to be, um, in the game and, and be spending money on Facebook ads. I wouldn't want an ad manager who doesn't have any other clients or isn't, um, super invested themselves in ads because, those are the people that don't really know the the latest strategies that are going to be effective.
0: Yes. And you need to find somebody that's willing to read the Facebook terms and conditions twice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ask if they've read Facebook terms and conditions. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Okay. So this is so good. And I think ads kind of stress people out and it's a lot to take in. It's like a new thing. It's like when I talk about SEO or funnels, like it's just, it's a little bit too much for people. So we're going to leave it at that. We're going to keep it super simple. We're not going to dive in further, but if you, want to have an ad console or you want to learn more, Brooklyn, how can people set up an appointment with you or talk to you or reach out to you asking more questions?
1: Um, really? I, you know, I have a website. I have an email. So my website is brooklynkay.com. Um, and I'm sure Kylie will post the link to that. Um, I also have, you know, on my Instagram, I'm hey.brooklynk. um, On my Facebook, I'm hey.brooklynk. Um, And so you can reach me any of those places. And, you know, I'd be happy to set up a a time that we can meet. And I talk to a lot of people, people who aren't ready to run ads, people who are are ready and um, excited. And so and I really just try to give as much value as I can for free on that first meeting um, with some strategy and some ways to move forward. Um, But yeah, so yeah, so definitely reach out to me in any way. I also have what I, what I really love is um, I've got this freebie. It's this absolutely free um, pre-launch checklist that I have. And there's a link on my Instagram and Facebook pages that you can click in there. You just put your email in and um, I give you strategies that you can work towards um, before you start launching your ads, some things that you can do to prepare to launch ads. And all of these strategies are evergreen and they will work for organic outreach as well. Um, but it's something that you can really consider when you're wanting to scale your business and to see if you're ready to run ads. And so I would definitely recommend downloading that pre-launch checklist and looking through it.
0: We're going to leave all those links below. Um, and just to note, Brooklyn doesn't just offer full ad services. Like if you need, want her to help you with the, the initial funnel setup and the initial like sales process that you have, even if you're not ready to run ads, like she has other services all in this, the, like the grand scheme of things of eventually, you know, turning this into a scalable, whatever, but she can help with a lot of things. So take advantage of her strategy sessions and find out how she can help you. Um, because she has a lot to offer. I've hired her to just write funnels. I've obviously I hire her for my ads and I will forever because why not? Um, like if it's working, let's not stop that. Um, and, there's so many other things like she's she'll come in and help like critique your trainings and like she'll she does critiques and audits and all the things. So take advantage of all the different services she offers. I'm going to leave her free link below. Everyone at the very minimum download the free checklist because if you know what your pre-launch checklist is and you can start working on those things and eventually be able to scale it and use kind of some of these other tools that we talked about to reach even bigger audiences. So I'm going to leave that in the show notes, um, along with her website to book that strategy call and her Instagram link so that you can follow her. And then maybe she'll post more about her life. And right now she's swinging in a hammock with her tea in the, in the Pacific Northwest. So she lives where I grew up still in Olympia, Washington. She married a Washington boy, Lauren and I, my twin married Utah boys so we're in Utah. She's in Washington. She's always been an evergreen Pacific Northwest. Like she's never going to leave that area ever. Yeah. Um, but her and her husband <laughs> are both like Washington through and through. So I love that she's like living the life that I thought I would live right now. Like swinging in her hammock in the evergreens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. So um, anyways, take advantage of all these freebies and Brooklyn, thank you so much for all of this amazing information.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to share this with everyone and I'm super excited about your success, Kylie. And you know, every day when I get on and I log on and I look at your stats, I just, I get more and more excited. So thank you so much for having me and trusting me and I'm looking forward to what comes next.
0: She really does. I like text her and she's like doing dances and being all excited for me. And it's, it's awesome to have someone that cares so much about what you're doing. Cause like my husband, even I'll be like, Guess what? I got 10 sales this week. And he's like, cool. He's like, I'm like, you don't even realize what that means. And he's, no. yeah, I don't. And I don't care. Like, even when I say how much money he's like, mm, cool. Like he, it, but Brooklyn and I can celebrate together. So it's nice to have yep. someone that's in it with you. So thank you so much. Yep. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentor's Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentor's Moms.